Welcome, welcome. Can everyone see me? In the screen? Hello, hello, can everyone hear me? Can everyone yes, see me? I can't hear you, what'd you say? Can you see me? Yes, we can see you and hear you. Okay, okay. All right, mic check, one, two, three. Hey, guys, welcome everyone to uh, Yes and Amen Youth Church with Pastor Derek Fletcher, Derek Fletcher, and Yanni Fletcher on today. And we've been going through like the book of Exodus and uh, we're probably, we probably skipped a couple of lessons, but we're going to go back and get those in. And so today it says after the Red Sea is parted. And so we're going to be talking about the mercy seat. So the mercy seat gives reference to uh, the Ark of the Covenant. And so we'll be talking about that on today. All right, can you can you hear me, Ianni Fletcher? Um, I can't hear you. Can you unpause? So today we want to share information with you, the students, uh, about the Book of Exodus. <laughs> we want to talk about purpose of the mercy seat. Uh, with reference to the Old Testament tabernacle. And then we want to teach students that God is still enthroned on the mercy seat. And so we want to share about uh, character of God, fearing God, holiness, honor God, and then mercy. Right, so Exodus 25 and 8 says, Then have them, then have them make a sanctuary for me, and I will dwell among you. Exodus 25 and 8 says, Then have them make a sanctuary for me. And I will dwell among them again. Exodus 25 and 8. Then have them make a sanctuary for me. And I will dwell among them. All right. All right. So uh, we're going to have everyone unmute and repeat after me. Um, Exodus 25 and 8. Exodus 25 and 8. Exodus 25 and 8. Exodus 25 and 8. Then have them make a sanctuary for me. Then have them make a sanctuary for me. And I will dwell among them. And I will dwell among them. Then have them make a sanctuary for me. Then have them then make, have a them make a sanctuary for me. And I will dwell among them. And, and I, I will dwell among them. Exodus 25 and 8. 
Then have them make a sanctuary for me. Then have them make a sanctuary for me. And I will dwell among them. And I will and dwell, I will among, dwell them. among them. Okay, let's 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 do this one more time. Exodus twenty five and eight. Exodus twenty five and eight. Then have them make a sanctuary for me. Okay. And I will dwell among them. And I will and dwell I will among them. Okay. Uh, Derek Fletcher, please to open us up in prayer. Okay. Father God, we thank you for today for keeping us safe, Father God. Thank you for providing your head around us. We thank you for keeping us safe through all these years, and thank you for carrying us into 2023. Father God, we thank you for always protecting us, giving us food and clothes, Father God. Thank you for blessing this family, Father God. Let us have safe travels for where we go. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. 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 Okay, so let's scroll down and take a look at the, uh, this is a group builder here. So I'm going to pull this down and pause it. And so you have an opportunity to read through it and work through it. But because we're online, we don't, we don't necessarily do this part. All right, let's get into the lesson. Let's get started. Do you know what the tabernacle was? Derek? Do you know what the tabernacle was? Okay, Yanni, why is it important? Do you know what the tabernacle was and why and why was it important? I don't know what it is, but I recognize the name. Okay. All right, let's let's uh see what the tabernacle is. It's the dwelling place of God in the Old Testament. A mobile tent that the Israelites set up everywhere they were. And so, um, all right, so now you know. Hey, Derek, Derek Fletcher, what was the tabernacle? Do you know what the tabernacle was? You're still muted. Uh-oh, maybe he dropped out. Oh, there we go. Hey, Derek. Derek Fletcher? Do you know what the tabernacle was? 
Okay, it's the dwelling place for God. Okay, can you guys hear me? Yes. Sorry about okay. earlier. It kicked me out. Okay. So so what's the tabernacle, Derek? Um from what it says here, the dwelling place of God. Okay. So why was it important? Yeah. See. Because it was where people would go to pray to God. Okay, the dwelling place of God and therefore a center of worship. <clears throat> a central a center of worship among the community, okay? It was a central place where people went. All right. And so as we look at the Exodus experience, we're learning that God was always present with his people in the wilderness. In today's lesson, we're going to take a look and we're going to learn how God's presence was displayed in a very physical way. So physical meaning they were able to witness it and to see it with the natural eye, okay? okay. And so let's look at Exodus 25, 10 through 22, and uh, Hebrews 9, uh, one through seven. And so here, the Ark of the Covenant is, is uh, part of the tabernacle and it, it's part of the greater, uh, the, the Ark is where the Holy of Holies is, right? You got the Holy spot, you got the Holies of Holies and then the surrounding where uh, the ordinary people were around it. So here, uh, I'm going to read, uh, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13. So I'm going to read one verse, and then Derek, you're going to read one, five, six. You're going to read 11 through 16, and then, Yanni, you're going to read 17 through 22, okay? 17 through 22 okay. is the Yanni. 11 through 16 is Derek. All right. And so it says here, have them make an ark of Achaia wood two and a half cubic's length. A cubic and a half width and a cubic and a half high. Okay, go, Derek. Overlay. So it was a chest. Overlay it with pure gold, both inside and out, 
and make a gold molding around it. Cast four gold rings for it and fasten them to its four feet with two rings on one side and two rings on the other. Then make poles of Akaia Akaia wood and overlay them to uh, sorry, overlay them with gold. Insert the poles into the ring on the side of the arc to carry it. The poles are to remain in the ring of this arc. They are not to remove. They are not to be removed. Then put in the arc the tables. Chapters. The tablets of the covenant law, which will give you. Okay, so so the law, which consists of like the Ten Commandments, and probably other scrolls, but in this case, the tablets of the covenant law. Okay, so it says here the poles are to remain in the rings; they are not to be removed. Then put in the ark, so put inside of it the law, the covenant law, which I will give you. Okay, all right, Yanni. If any attempt cover of pure gold, well, hold on, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on, make an atonement cover. Okay, it's an atonement cover. Go ahead. Of pure gold two and a half cubit long and a cubit and a wide and a half wide and make two cherubim cherubims cherubim out of hammered gold at the end of the cover. Make one cherub on one end and the second cherub on the other. Make the cherubim of one piece with the cover at the two ends. The cherubim are to have their wings spread upward, overshadowing the cover with them. Cherubim are the face are to face each other, looking towards the cover. Place the cover on the top of the ark and put in the ark the tables of the covenant. Tablets. The tablets. tablets. The tablets. tablets. The tablets. Tablets. Of the covenant law. The covenant wall. that I will give you there above the cover between the two cherubim that are over the ark of the covenant wall. I will meet with you and give you all my commands for the Israelites. All right. All right, let's go to this one. 
So I'll read the first verse, and then Derek, you read two, three, and four, and Yanni, you read five, six, and seven. How about that? Okay. Number nine, verse number nine. This is Hebrews 9, 1 through 7. Now, the first covenant had regulations for worship and also an earthly sanctuary. Okay, go there. A tabernacle. With tabernacle. A tabernacle. Tabernacle was set up in its first room where the lamp stand and the table with its con consecrated, consecrated bread. Consecrated. Consecrated. Yes. Consecrated bread. This was called the holy place. Behind the second curtain was the room called the most holy place, which had the golden altar of incense and the golden covered ark of the covenant. This ark contained the gold jar of mana. Of mana. Mana. Of Aaron's staff that had budded and distilled the tablets of the covenant. Okay, Yanni. The about above the ark were the cherubim of the glory overshadowing and Attempted a tome cover, but we cannot discuss these things in detail now. When everything has been arranged like this, the priest entered regularly in the outer room to carry on their ministry, but only the high priest entered the inner room and the only and that only once a year and never without blood, which he offered for himself and for the sin the people had commanded in ignorance. Had committed in ignorance. All right. So we see here, this is before Christ. So an atonement for sins that's why the tabernacle was set up on earth. It was a temporary fix before Christ came, okay? And so Jesus came to fulfill the law or do away with the law so that we're under grace. We're not under the law, okay? All right, let's, let's do this. I, I want to um, look for a picture of the ark so you guys can see it right now. Let's look. Let's do this right quick.
Excuse me. Angels we have heard on high. So you guys see the pictures? You see the uh yeah. the ark, you see the four rings, and you see yeah. the poles, right? You see the poles, you see the the angels facing each other and their wings touching. And these yeah. are different renditions. And the one that I'm most used to seeing is like this one and like this one, okay? You guys yeah. see that? Yeah. And so inside is like the Torah and then the Ten Commandment tablets and it says Aaron's rod too. All right? All right, let's 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 do this right here. Let's click on that. No, we're not going to click on anything. All right, so you guys got it? You see it? Yeah. We'll close that. And then we'll move that back up. All right. I just wanted you guys to see that because we just read it. And you see that it was gold, right? Yeah. Here we are introduced to the Ark of the Covenant, verses 10 through 16, and the mercy seat. Okay. Verses 17 through 22. Though they are only parts of the tabernacle, but the mercy seat and the ark of the covenant hold great significance for God's people. So, like more or less, where the where the uh, you got the ark, and then like on the top where the cherubims are, that area is considered like the mercy seat. Okay, the top, the ark is the container below okay and so let's look closely at these two parts of the tabernacle okay where was the ark of the covenant located within the tabernacle what do you think it was and i kind of mentioned to you where it was located uh Holiest of places. Uh, the dwelling of God. Okay, the glory of God, the most holy place, also known as the Holy of Holies. And that's that's the place where the glory of God revealed himself. He revealed himself. So why is this significant, Yanni? Why do you think this is so important? Because it's a part of it's a part of the it's a part of the tabernacle, which is important because it's about how people would dwell or pray to God. Okay, now I'll tell you. The only person that could go in to the Ark of the Covenant, the Holies of Holies, was the chief priest. He was the only one. And if anyone touched the Ark that wasn't worthy or that wasn't a priest anointed of God, 
they would die instantly. You guys hear what I'm saying? Yes. So if the priest wasn't right, when he went in and he took the sins of the people before the ark to the mercy seat of God, if he wasn't right, he died. And, and the people had to hold their sin for another year. Okay. Yeah, but Christ came, Christ came and we don't have to do that. Right. Or, or we're not under the law, so to speak. Okay. Okay. So why was this important? Right. Only the priest had, you know, I just shared it with you with the holies of holies, only the priest. Only the priests could access the holy, the most holy place. And then only once a year. Once a year, guys. Okay. Okay. So so what does the ark hold? Huh? It is crazy. Yeah. Yanni, what's inside that ark? The um, it's I'm pretty sure the commandments. Okay, commandments, and Aaron's rod. Oh, I pulled back. Oh, I pulled back the wrong thing. Okay. So it holds gold jar of manna. What's manna? God put manna from the sky to feed them while they were in the wilderness. Okay. So it's bread. Oh, yeah. It's bread that's in a gold container. Okay. All right. And it has what? Aaron's staff. Aaron was the first chief priest. Okay. Right. And the tablets containing the Ten Commandments. The law. All right. Any questions about that? Any questions about that? No. So how would the ark be transported? By the poles. Basically okay, by the poles. Basically just being carried. Okay, they'd be carried. Could anybody carry it? No. Probably not. Right, only the priests. Or there are special people that could carry it that were Levites, they had to have been Levites or special people, right? So the rings and the poles, that's how they carry it. Why is the ark to be transported uh, so reverently? Why is the ark to be transported so reverently? Why do you think? Because it holds really price, it holds like priceless stuff. Okay. Okay, let's see here. Because it's holy. 
and and holy is priceless. Okay, like I shared with you, right? The Ark of the Covenant, later called the Ark of the Testimony, is holy. It is so holy, in fact, that humans can't touch it. They touch it, they'll die. Okay? Kind of, that's why they had like those poles and stuff. Wow. All right, so uh, I, I'll, I'll read this because it has like uh, like some interesting things here. So 2 Samuel 6, 3 through 7 says, they set the ark. I just want to make sure of something here as we are moving forward. All right. Can everybody see the screen now? Yes. Okay. So it says here, 2 Samuel 6, 3 through 7, they set the ark of God on a new cart and brought it from the house of Abinadab, which was on the hill. Uzzah, and Ahio, sons of Abinadab, were guarding the new cart with the ark on it, and Ahio was walking in front of it. David and all Israel were celebrating with all their might before the Lord with Kaznets harps, lyres, timbrels, sistrums, and cymbals. These are all instruments that they were using. So they were celebrating and they were praising God. And these are instruments that they use. When they came to the thrashing floor of Nacon, Uzziah, uh, uh, yeah, Uzziah, reached out and took hold of the ark of God because the oxen stumbled. And guess what? Lord, the Lord's the Lord's anger burned against Uzziah because of his irreverent act. Therefore, God struck him down, and he died there beside the ark of God. Uh-oh. So he wasn't, he wasn't prepared, and he wasn't worthy to touch it, right? Uh, what right. happened to him, Derek? He died. What happened to him, Yanni? He died. Why did he die? Because he wasn't holy. Right? He says it was an irreverent act. Man, that's that's like some tough stuff, huh? Yeah. In Second Samuel, the ark is transported on a cart that has been 
ritually clean. But remember, God commanded them, commanded that it be carried by a system of poles and rings. In verse 5, the phrase before the Lord shows us that the Lord was present. Uzzah touches the ark to prevent it from falling, but he and those with him were wrong to transport it by cart instead of the way God commanded. So it shouldn't have been on the cart. It should have been carried by those rings with the poles. Okay? okay. So that's what God commanded. He wasn't happy. And so the ark is very holy. It should have been treated accordingly. Next, let's take a look at the mercy seat. Wow, the mercy seat. Exodus 25, 19 through 22. I'll go ahead and read that one. Because we have some more. We have some more. Woo, woo, woo. 19. Make one cherub on one end of and the second cherub on the other end. Make the cherubim of one piece with the cover at the two ends. The cherubim, meaning two, are to have their wings spread toward, upward, right? And overshadowing the cover with them. The cherubim are to be face to face or face each other, looking toward the cover. Place the cover on top of the ark and put in the ark the tablets of the covenant law that it will take or give you there above the cover between the two cherubims that are over the Ark of the Covenant law. I will make with you and give you all my commands for the Israelites. Okay, so you remember how the, the wings were touching and the cherubims were facing down over the sea. You remember that, right? So yeah, where yeah. is the mercy seat? Derek, where do you think it's at? Where's the mercy seat? Hmm. What about, what about the lid on the top of the ark is known as the mercy seat to cover the top, okay? 
Got me? Uh, got me? You got me? Yeah. Okay, Yanni. What's on the mercy seat? What's on the mercy seat? Isn't there angels on the mercy seat? Okay, cherubims. Two golden cherubims. Derek, where are their faces looking? Where are they looking? At each other. Are they looking at each other? Or are they looking down over the lid? Well, from what the photos look like, they look like they're looking at each other, but also looking down. Okay. They're facing like this, right? But they're looking down. Yanni. What does it mean for the people of Israel now that they are building this home throne for God? What does it mean? What do you think it means? I think it means that God's coming back to me. What does it say it again? I said if they're building a home for God, I think it means he's coming back soon. Oh, okay. God is keeping his promise. He is with them. Yeah, he's coming back soon. Okay, Derek, where does the Lord say that he is? Where does the Lord say? Where is the Lord say that he is? Where is he? Up in heaven. Okay. You think he's dwelling? Yes. Dwelling somewhere, he's above the mercy seat between the two cherubims. What would it feel like, Yanni, for Israel to see God's presence with them in this permanent physical way? They would be excited that. The Lord is finally here. Say it again. I said they would be excited. They would be excited. And happy. Excited and happy. Me personally, I would say proud. Proud. Anything else? Mm, not that I can think of, no. It must have given them what great confidence, hope, and comfort. What do you think? As mentioned earlier, priests entered into the holies of holies. 
but only into the holy place, but only only high priests could enter the most holy place once a year on the day of atonement by offering a sacrifice to God in the holy place. The sacrifice was the blood of the goat or calf that was without blemish. So it required a blood sacrifice because the holy place and the most holy place were there was a veil to create a separation. So there's a veil and only the chief priest could pass through that veil to go into the holies of holies. Okay? Okay. All right, let's see here. All right, we're going to have you read half of these, Derek, and Yanni's going to read the other half. So let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Nine and nine. Okay, so Derek, you're going to read uh, 11 through 20. And then Yanni, you're going to read 21 through 18. Okay? Okay. Let's see, let me see. Let's make sure. Let's see. It says nine and nine. So uh, 11 plus nine. Okay, it's 20. So Derek, you're going to read 11 through 20, and you're going to read 21 through eight. Did I say that the first time? No. Okay, you got it? Let's go. Okay. But when Christ came as high priest of the good... Okay, but, but speak, speak louder and speak clearer. But when Christ came... As a high priest, go ahead. But, as, but when Christ came as high priest of the good things that are now already here, he went through the greater and more perfect tab tabernacle that is not made with human hands. That is to say, is not a part of this creation. He did not enter by the, by means of the blood of goats and calves, but he entered the most holy place once for once for all by his own blood, thus containing eternal rest redemption. The blood of goats was sorry. The blood of goats. And bulls, and the ashes of a of a heifer, sparkled on those who are chronomically unclean. Think, 
Thank you, okay, Florida. Where you at? Where you at? Thank you, Where Florida. are you? Huh? You're done. Where are you at, son? Right. What verse did you are you at? Thirteen. Okay. Keep reading. Sanctify them so that they are outwardly clean. How much more then will the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself unblemished to God, cleanse our consciences consciences from acts that lead to death so that we may serve the living God. For for this reason, Christ is the mediator Say it, mediator. Say it loud. Is the mediator. Uh, is the mediator of a covenant. New covenant. Of the new covenant. That those who are called may receive the promise, permission, permissioned eternal inheritance now that he has now that he has died as a ransom to set them from free from the sins committed under the first covenant. In the in the case of a wild of a will, it is necessary to prove that to prove the death of the one who made it, because a will is in force only when somebody has died. It never takes effect while the one who made it is living. This is why even the first covenant was not put into effect without death. When Moses had proclaimed every command of the law to all the people, he took the blood of cows together with water, scarlet wool, and branches of wood, of high of high salt, and sparkled the soul and all the people. He said, "This is the blood of the covenant which God has commanded you." To keep. Okay, Yanni. Yanni, you still with us? Yes. Okay, 21 to 28, please. And in the same way, he sprinkled with the blood both of the tabernacle and everything used in its ceremonies. In fact, the law requires that nearly everything be cleansed with blood, and without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness. It was necessary then 
for the copies of the heavy heavenly things to be purified with these sacrifices. But the heavenly things themselves with better sacrifices than these. For Christ did not enter a sanctuary made with human hands. That was only a copy of the true earth. He entered heaven itself. Now to appear from us in God's presence. Nor did he enter heaven to offer himself again and again. The way the high priest enters the most holy place every year with blood that is not his own. Otherwise, Christ would have had to suffer many times since the creation of the world. But he was appeared once for all at the communion of the ages to do away with sin by the sacrifice of himself. Just as people are destined to die once and after that to face judgment, so Christ was sacrificed once to take away the sins of many. And he will appear a second time, not to bear sin, but to bring salvation to those who are waiting for him. Okay. She's going to appear again. What do you guys think about that? Huh? He's going to appear again. Okay. What does, what does this passage mean for us, Derek? What does the passage mean for us, Derek? Derek? Can you unmute? Personally, me, I'm pretty sure it means to stay in faith and stay positive and holy. Okay. Let's check it out. Christ is a high priest, and we have eternal redemption through him. So what happens to the tent or tabernacle now that Jesus is the high priest? Yanni, and why? Jesus goes into heaven. Okay. Okay, that's part of it. It is preferred because it is a reflection of heavenly things. Did I say preferred? It's perfect. It is perfected. Excuse me. All right, so so that means we never have to 
we, we're not under the bounds of the law. We don't have to find a goat or a, 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 a ram bullock to uh, sacrifice. Jesus paid the price once and for all. Uh, does Jesus have to keep entering in the holy place and offer up sacrifice? Why or why not? Derek, what do you think? Uh, technically, yes. Yeah. Technically, say, so. say that again. Yeah. Does Jesus have to keep entering the most high place and offer okay. up sacrifice? No. Does he have to keep doing it? Yes, he does, or no, he don't. He doesn't have to. Okay. But he does. He did it once. Once. He did it once. He don't have to do it again. Okay. People think he has to go back over and over because they keep making mistakes over and over. But Jesus did it one time. Derek and Yanni and everyone out there, he appeared once and for all. Sacrifice once and for all. And is sufficient. It means it's enough for forgiveness once and for all because he is perfect. The tabernacle was just a shadow of things to come. Jesus is perfect. Fulfillment of all those things. Any questions? He don't have to do it twice. He don't have to do it a hundred times. We, we ask for forgiveness a hundred times, but Jesus did it one time. Any questions? No. Yanni, number, number four. Of what does the sacrifice of Jesus portray? What does it portray? What does it mean? It really what is it symbolic of? Huh? What'd you say? I said it will use all of them from their sins. Okay. The presence of God among us. We don't need to make a blood sacrifice ever again. Nor do we need to be in a high, to be a high priest. Jesus bridged the gap once and for all. Jesus bridged the gap. So how does it impact you, Derek, to know that God is with you? It impacts huh? me greatly. Huh? It impacts me greatly. How? How so? What do you mean? On my life. Okay. On how on where I go. 
on and how I, I go. Do, 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 do. Everywhere I go. Everywhere I go. Do, 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 do. Like Israel, it is comforting, inspiring, convicting, etc. Yanni, does it change the way you will live your life in faith? Does it change anything about that? No. You sure? No. No? You're not sure? It should give us confidence. Will it change the way you live out your your faith, Derek? Yes. How so? Will it make it weaker or stronger? Stronger. Okay. Exodus 25 and 8. Then have them make a sanctuary for you and I will dwell among you and I will dwell among you. Okay? Excuse me. This is a verse. I want you to memorize this verse. Okay? Then have them make a sanctuary for me, and I will dwell among them. All right. Okay. Okay, we're going to pray out. So, Yanni, you're going to pray first, then Derek, you're going to pray second, then I'll pray third. Let's go. Yanni? You said that Derek was going to, you was going to pray, and then Derek was going to pray, and I was going to pray. You go, no, you're going to pray first, Yanni. Then Derek, then I'll pray last. Okay. Okay. Lord, thank you for everything that you've given us and everything that you will do for us in the future. And God, we want to thank you for blessing us with everything that we have because we know, Lord, that we wouldn't have it without you. And we love you and we dwell in your name, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name we pray, amen. Father God, where we are at today, let the children who have watched this video know that God loves them too much. Father God, let them know that that, that the Lord and, God, and Father God will sacrifice everything to do what is right for their children, Father God. Once, Father God, let them close out this video knowing that they have learned something beautiful and remarkable on faith, Father God. Let them be blessed and safe. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Uh, did you finish? I said, "Amen." Did you finish praying? Yes. Oh, okay, I didn't. I didn't. I couldn't tell.
Father, we thank you for this lesson showing us that Jesus paid the ultimate price and his price that he paid is forever and everlasting. Thank you for showing us and revealing to us the, the Ark of the Covenant, but also the significance of what Jesus did ultimately. We glorify you. We thank you that this lesson, lesson goes out into the airways and that people learn from it and glean from it. We glorify you and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. God bless you all. Thank you for tuning in to Yes and Amen. You, we praise God for you. And we praise God because this is the second month of the year. This is Pastor Derek Fletcher with Yes and Amen Youth Church with Derek Fletcher and Yanni Fletcher. God bless you all. We love you. And take care of yourselves today. Amen.